Hi, everyone, and welcome to another great episode of the Good Tip Podcast for all those of you who prefer expert advice and tips in different areas. On today's menu, we will cover South African art, mom work balance, and our guest's favorite spots in Brussels, Boston, London, and South Africa, to name a few of her many homes. Remember, all the great tips shared here today can also be found on our app. Just go to www.goodtip.app. Join and follow our new guest, Kate Fellens, Head of International Development at Strauss and & Company and co-founder of Safka. Hi, Kate. Hello, Maria. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for coming and sharing with us all your knowledge, tips and advices. Um, so today um, I have a lot of topics to cover. Uh, but, but before we start talking about your role in Strauss and as a co-founder, I'd like you to tell us when and why you decided art was your career path. Well, that is my favorite thing to talk about. So <laughs> let's go. Um, art is something that I'm very lucky to work in, mm -hmm. in a place that doesn't feel like work. Yeah. So I think a lot of times we divide work and sort of play. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's both. And mm. I didn't grow up spending a lot of time in galleries or museums, okay. but I went to uh, Williams College in the U.S., which is mm -hmm. a fantastic university, mm -hmm. um, loved it, and, yeah. but I went there thinking I wanted to study economics and ah, foreign okay. languages, um, yeah. and I had to study uh -huh. um, one of the sort of three divisions, and one of them was sort of art or studio art oh, or anything okay. like that, so yeah. I walked into my Art History 101, yeah. and it literally changed my life. Oh, wow. Okay. I remember I sort of stopped in my tracks, and they had uh -huh. three slides on the wall. They had the Bernini for River fountain which mm -hmm. is in Rome I believe mm -hmm. um, and I had the Hagia Sophia and I remember thinking where are these places yeah. and how can I know more so I sort of started taking classes and oh. I never looked back oh wow so you changed uh, your degree and everything <laughs> yes. yes I still took a few economics classes but uh -huh. I realized my strength was in the arts <laughs> perfect wonderful yeah that's always kind of my question um, I like to ask people is it something you know that from one day to the next you just discover that that's who you are or if it was something mm. You know that someone inspired you, but did you have any teachers that you felt inspired by or was it just the art itself that just... Well, I think when you study art, you can go in many directions. You mm -hmm. can be trained to be an artist, mm -hmm. um, you could train to be a gallerist, a curator, um, mm -hmm. but because I had this sort of interest in business and in economics and in languages, okay. I was sort of looking for a way to bridge the two worlds. Okay. And when you think about sort of the business of the art world, it mm -hmm. brings you to auction houses. So I started yeah. working at Christie's and Sotheby's. Oh, and I loved okay. the sort of mixture of the two. And my first boss at Christie's, oh. Jean Sloan, she's called from New York, was this wonderful mix of encouraging and mm. terrifying. Mm. And she sort of <laughs> taught me everything that I knew. And so okay. yeah, it was a good decision. Wow. Perfect. My husband teases me that the only thing I took out of my economics 101 class was sunk cost. <laughs> When you've already spent the money, you can't get it back. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so um tell us about your role in strauss uh what it involves and also then tell us a little bit about the foundation how it got started sure so i worked in a number of auction houses as i mentioned mm -hmm. christie's and sotheby's which are global brands yeah and then our our personal sort of family situation my husband's work brought us to africa mm -hmm. which is a place that i didn't know and hadn't mm -hmm. really spent much time in and we moved to kenya and mm -hmm. then to south africa mm -hmm. Where I discovered an auction house called Strauss Co., which mm -hmm. is um, run by two former Christie's colleagues. Okay. And so we arrived in South Africa and I had a coffee with a woman called Susie, mm -hmm. runs Strauss. And she sort of said, send your children to this school and live in this neighborhood and come and work at Strauss. <laughs> wow. Thought, okay, perfect. Well, this Easy. was an efficient coffee. <laughs> um, so I discovered this 
smaller auction house, regional auction house, mm-hmm. I would say, with two offices in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And I just fell truly madly, deeply in love with the artists mm-hmm. of the country and mm-hmm. the auction house and what you can achieve. Mm-hmm. And then when we moved back to Europe, I sort of thought, well, you know, should I go back to Christie's? Should I sort of choose a more European based um, focus? Mm-hmm. And Strauss at the, that moment was getting a lot of new clients um through digital digitalization. So a lot yeah. of online bidding. Um, and they said we could really use your okay. presence, your continued Perfect. help. And so they've <laughs> offered me this role to help grow their brand in Europe and in the U S mm-hmm. um, and in Asia. So that's what mm-hmm. I am trying to do. Wow. And I do it with pleasure. So wonderful. <laughs> and so, um, do you have any favorite artists at the moment? Uh, ones that we should be watching out for? I do. I have many, okay. <laughs> um, but I think out of South Africa, there's an artist called, um, well, you have the modernists. So there's mm-hmm. more traditional artists, mm-hmm. um, around sort of 1800s, what well, late 1800s, early 1900s, and then you have contemporary. Mm-hmm. So um, everyone talks about African contemporary art as being a really big, yeah. big thing. And it is very exciting. Yeah. Um, but there's a few modernists that mm-hmm. I really like. One okay. is called Jared Sokoto, who's a uh-huh. South African man mm-hmm. um, working during apartheid black South African who left South Africa because the conditions were obviously terrifying and um, based himself in Paris and painted there for the rest of his career, never Mm -hmm. returned to South Africa. But it's a very interesting story to see the sort of South African artist Mm -hmm. um, building his whole career in a country, France, that I lived in for so long and that I loved. So I find that very interesting. Um, And then there's another female um, artist called Irma Stern, Mm -hmm. who's also a modernist. She was a Jewish um, female South African woman, um, early 1900s, who would travel alone Mm -hmm. um, through sort of the rest of Africa, which was really not something that anyone did at the time. Mm -hmm. And she did these amazing paintings um, in Zanzibar and Mm, um, she went to Congo Mm -hmm. um, and she's one of the top 50 world's um, selling artists Mm -hmm. at auction, which is amazing for a sort of South African woman to get those prices. So I admire her. Yeah, it's very impressive. So since living in Brussels, what are some of your favorite galleries? Um, Which ones would you recommend? Mm. Um, It's funny because I'm not really a gallery kind of girl. (laughs) (laughs) I can give you a gallery that I like. I like Marouane Mercier. I think Mm -hmm. they're quite cool and edgy with with what they they represent. They represent some great, um, actually American, I'm I'm originally American. I don't know if I said that, but um, they represent some great sort of American, um, late 1900s American artists that I like, but they also represent a number of African contemporary artists, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of West African or Mm -hmm. a few West African artists. um, And I like that they're bridging that gap between the sort of traditional global contemporary artists Mm -hmm. and the sort of niche African contemporary artists that I focus on. So Mm -hmm. I find that fun. but really, I like to go to art fairs. Ah, um, okay. That's because your, I think, yeah, I think it's, um, I think you get a very big sampling of what's going on in the okay. market right now. A gallery mm-hmm. is very important in the art yeah. ecosystem. They all have their roles. But I think when you go to a gallery, it's quite curated. You're seeing mm-hmm. what they want to show you. Yes, of course, that's, that's their role. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at an art fair, it's a whole lot of galleries showing yes. a lot of artists. And yeah. you can kind of walk around and get a sense of what artists are up and coming. What the trend um, is and what's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I went at um, Art Basel, had their first Paris location last mm-hmm. year called Paris Plus. They mm-hmm. Apparently we're not allowed to call it Art Basel. So they called oh, okay. it Art Basel Paris Plus. <laughs> yeah. um, and a number of the galleries had the French artist Soulage, who uh-huh. had passed away, um, I mm-hmm. believe, just before just before the the fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was interesting to see. You could tell that his prices would be going up, obviously, uh, okay. with his death. And yes. um, it gives you a good read of the market, I think, the uh-huh. art fairs. 
Okay. So let's go back to your foundation. How did that get started? Sure. So it's called SAFCA, South African Fellowship for Contemporary Art. Um, and I co-founded it with my business partner, Pierre Lombard. Um, Pierre um, and his wife lived in South Africa for a long time and we knew them in South Africa. And then we both moved to Belgium the same time. Oh, wow. Um, mm-hmm. Pierre is originally Belgian, so he moved ah, okay. back. But mm-hmm. um, SAFCA is something that exists already in South Africa and Pierre mm-hmm. founded it during his time ah, there. Okay. Mm-hmm. He is an art um, passionate supporter mm-hmm. of the art and artists and mm-hmm. collector and um, a number of things. But so he set up SAFCA in South Africa. And what okay. it does is it seeks to draw parallels and mm-hmm. shared experiences between artists from South Africa and artists from Europe. Oh, okay, nice. And so when we both arrived in Belgium, we recognized that actually Belgium could use yeah. this wonderful sort of artist program called yeah. SAFCA. It's a residency. So mm-hmm. um, it's found it's based at Abbey de la Cambre, mm-hmm. which is a huge the important Bend, yeah. site um, yes. and we have the usage of these two white buildings mm-hmm. um, and what we do is offer residencies so the artists come and stay with us how many do- um so we have two international residencies okay. three times per year okay. um, and two in the sense that they're always two artists working together mm-hmm. and one artist is always from southern africa and the mm-hmm. other artist is always european based okay. so it's this idea of exchanging cultures do they influence each other do they affect one another mm-hmm. do they challenge one another um mm-hmm. they have their own studios and their own, you know, separate living space, but mm-hmm. they go through that experience with us together. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, we have um, three other studios that are open to Belgian residents mm-hmm. um, where they don't live with us, but okay. they have the use of those for 10 months. So it's okay. a program around education and mm-hmm. supporting young artists and also this dialogue between African artists and European artists and mm-hmm. how we can share. Very nice. <laughs> Belgium being the capital of the EU, it makes sense for it makes to be sense. Perfect. Yeah. So you're going to continue with this uh, foundation uh, for many years? Yes. How do you so see absolutely. it? We, um, <laughs> we found it actually just had its one year, I think this week might even be its one year yeah. anniversary. It uh-huh. launched last year during the Art Brussels uh-huh. uh, week in April. Yes. And no, absolutely. It's something yeah. that takes many, many years. So we were fundraising. Mm-hmm. It's um, the Fondation Roi Baudouin. Mm-hmm has recognized us um, mm-hmm. to sit under their umbrella of oh, charities um, recognized by the, the foundation, which is mm-hmm. important. Yeah. So yes, we are going from growth to growth and Perfect. we have Christie's who's been one of our partners. Um, mm-hmm. So that's been wonderful to have their support mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a few other donors. And um, yeah. yes, no, it's, it's sort of like a baby. You know, yeah. it's, it's growing. It's, it's growing. getting okay. bigger and smarter. And, <laughs> yes. Um, I wanted to ask you some tips or, or your advice that you could pass on to graduating classes um, that are interested in studying art history. Any lessons learned along the way or how tough is this job if you're planning a family? Um, and what does your daily routine look like, your work with sure. Well, my daily routine changes every single day. So okay. I find that it's um, very important to be sort of flexible. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things. Um, well, I think you have three questions, actually, I'm answering your last question yeah, first. But, so with the last um, <laughs> I think I'm very lucky to have a career that allows me to be flexible um, and to be I consider myself a full-time mother mm-hmm. and a full-time sort of art professional. Okay. And so I'm allowed to basically do both, yeah. um, which takes a lot of organization and flexibility. So I think okay. when the children are in school, everything runs very well. And then yeah. when they're not, it's you sort of adapt. But I think yeah. that's what makes women successful in business, yeah. their ability to adapt um, and change at <laughs> yeah. the last minute and to be convincing with a smile is the key yeah. to that success. Okay. Um, but it, my advice to art history students, mm-hmm. I, I think... The one thing I would say is it's all about the internship. Okay. So Mm -hmm. studying history of art is 
you know, obviously hugely important mm-hmm. and to understand mm-hmm. the influences and the the cycles of development in the art, um, yeah. in the art world. But once you get that practice, sort of hands-on practice, mm-hmm. nothing compares to that. Yeah. And also if you want to work, you know, really be at a museum or a gallery or one yeah. of the big auction houses, yeah. you really can't just walk into the front door of these buildings. Yeah. And that, that rarely happens. Yes. Um, but if you're able to have an internship yeah. and then you have the connections and I always say to people, you know, I'll help you get an internship with mm-hmm. the greatest of pleasure. Yeah. Um, but then it's up to you to keep up those connections. So network with them when you leave, yeah. stay in touch with your friendly HR <laughs> rep, <laughs> um, because that's how you get probably like any career, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very you important. have to be open to breaks. Yeah. possibilities yeah and yeah, yeah. curate them even <laughs> yeah you have to make them happen and there was a second question in the middle of one and three that i think i um, didn't answer. well uh, any lessons you learned along the way oh, lessons i've learned um well beyond the networking that is very very important it's mm-hmm. funny you never know where someone else someone yeah. that you've met yes and then sort of maybe you've moved to a different country i've yes. moved to many countries yes. um, and all of a sudden they pop up and there they are yeah. and yeah. um you know kind of like the the founder of strauss um yeah. susie goodman who i met for a coffee and ended up not only with a job but actually an entire career that's now yeah. taken me over three continents mm-hmm. um so yeah keep in touch with people keep and in touch. Yeah. network and mm-hmm. yeah no, one chapter is never closed of it's course it's always going to open again mm, that's great and since we're talking about family life um i know that you've relocated many many times <laughs> How, about how many I'm times? I'm an expert. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't even know. <laughs> to count. Okay, let's say like six or seven. Six, seven. <laughs> what are the What are some of the challenges, and what would you say are some of the positive sides of this type of life? Um, it's funny. I never really noticed the challenges. I would say until this year because I've loved it so much. Um, yeah. I sort of, I always take on way too much. My husband always tells me all the time, you know, you have 10 blocks in a day, take yeah. out a block. And I always say, well, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to slow down and I don't want to take out any blocks because yeah. I really enjoy yeah. life. And I yeah. sort of feel that you get one chance each day. So you may yeah. as well live it to the fullest. I mean, yeah. otherwise what's the point? Yeah, um, of course. So I've always really enjoyed it. I, I studied in the U.S. and mm-hmm. then I moved to Paris um, where I did my master's and I worked um, actually as an intern during yes. my master's at Christie's and that obviously worked out. So mm-hmm. hence the internship advice. Um, yes. Then I moved to London um, where our family was started and yeah. got married and our children were born. Yeah. Then we moved to Kenya, then to mm. South Africa yeah. and then to Brussels. So <laughs> we've moved a lot um, and I've always loved it. I've loved yeah. the, the the chance change. to meet so many new people mm-hmm. and to build on what you've learned. Yeah. And I kind of, I say to my children, you're, when you move, you're not leaving friends. You're actually no. just having a whole new group of friends in exactly. many places. Um, but I think the challenge starts a little bit this year when you realize mm-hmm. that your children are getting older. Yeah. And I benefited from, you know, growing up in the same house for mm-hmm. 16 years. Yes. Um, so I had that solid base and mm-hmm. then I was able to move and yeah. on move your again, choice on your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think this year I noticed the challenges that for my children, I want them to have that identity and that base and that okay. nest. Yeah. Um, so I think taking a pause yeah. is, is um, you know, <laughs> is good. Um, and yeah. then they can decide whether they want to continue yeah. to do that or not. I of have course. loved it. But it's up to them. Yeah. yeah. I always say, actually, what do I say to my husband? The greatest challenges come with the greatest, the greatest excitement comes from the greatest challenges. Yes. That's how I see moving. So yes, it's hard, you know, lots of boxes, <laughs> but we've <laughs> had an exciting. extraordinary life. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Perfect. And you're from Boston and you still have family there. Very so how close. do you feel about that? Um, any wishes to go back or are you happy living here in Europe or you're happy just going to the U.S. from time to time? So I think that fits with my profile of multitasking <laughs> and never taking a block out of my day. So yeah. I consider myself somebody who always has a foot um, in Boston. We okay. have a, a house there mm -hmm. close to my, my family and mm -hmm. um, my sister and they live in Boston, but we all spend our summers in a little village on Cape Cod. So oh, nice. for me, I that's love that my, area. Yeah. Non-negotiable. <laughs> so we non -negotiable. will <laughs> go back every summer in a little town called Marion, uh, regardless yeah. of whether we live in yes. Brussels or Timbuktu. So mm -hmm. I spend summers there and I'm yes. still you know, very close to that part of the world. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, live either Brussels, between Brussels or London and mm -hmm. travel to Africa. So it doesn't matter great. as long as your summers are in Boston. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the non-negotiable. <laughs> and um, what are some of your favorite places in Boston, aside from Marion? And, <laughs> um, you know, that you really want to see every time you go back. Sure. Well, I have to say, I love my sister's house. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure if I'm allowed to say that. But and your mother's house. I, do. <laughs> I love to go home and see my family. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also really like the museums. I like the ICA, the mm -hmm. Institute of Contemporary Art in Boston, is um, a fantastic museum. Mm -hmm. And they always have fantastic shows. They had a mm -hmm. South African um, artist called Zanelli Mahole on view last summer. Okay. So I was home sort of for holidays with yeah. my family. And then I got to go and see an yeah. artist who I know and have met, you know, in South Africa. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. um, and I like the duck boats. The duck boats. <laughs> <laughs> and my children like the duck boats. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, we like that's Boston funny. Commons. Well, that's that's yeah. just Boston, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't think there, there's duck boats anywhere else. No, I think, well, the whole story of the make way for ducklings and the 12 little duckies yes. that go from Beacon Hill into yeah. the pond. I mean, yeah. I did that with my children. Yeah. I read them their stories. Um, so it's it's a lovely yeah. little story. And, it and, is. Yeah. <laughs> for anybody going to Boston, the duck boats. <laughs> And the ICA. <laughs> exactly. So I wanted to ask you about South Africa and Namibia because my sister's going this Christmas. <laughs> oh, very exciting. Lucky her. Like, what are some of your favorite things to do when you're there for work, for fun, and with the family? That's something only locals would know. I think we need a whole new podcast. <laughs> Okay, um, just give me top three. <laughs> top three. So in South Africa, um, you have to go to Cape Town. Um, yes. Johannesburg is like the business center. But mm -hmm. in Cape Town, I always say... If you picture the most amazing food city mm -hmm. in the world, so oh, yeah, okay. I don't know, say it's Paris, mm -hmm. and then you picture the most amazing beaches in the world. So mm -hmm. for me, it's the Seychelles. Love mm -hmm. those beaches, mm -hmm. and then you picture the best wine yeah. area in the world. I like to go to Napa Valley, uh -huh. and in Cape Town, you literally have all three. It's an amazing oh. foodie culture. So mm -hmm. you have some of the greatest chefs in the mm -hmm. world. They have a restaurant top fifty. Wow. The world's best mm -hmm. restaurant in Cape Town. Mm -hmm. But then you have the beaches and they literally look like the Seychelles oh. with the rocks that jut out of the sand. Mm -hmm. And then you have Franschhoek, which is the wine region. It's like 45 yeah, minutes true. drive. Yeah. And it's just as, it's actually better. I think the Napa, yeah. you have restaurants and vineyards and it's yeah. beautiful. So I would do that. Okay. And then Namibia is also amazing for safari, obviously. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's where she's going. Yeah. Um, you can mm -hmm. go to a place called Sources Vlay, which mm -hmm. is um, deep in the desert. And they have this... Um, I can't remember. I think it's called the dead wood or something. It's, okay. it's basically petrified. Mm -hmm. um, say that correctly. Yeah. Uh, a wooden tree that's sort of over a thousand years and yes. you can go and see it in the desert. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And then we hesitated to do the balloon safari, yeah. but we did. Um, oh. And actually she should definitely do that. Okay. The balloon safari. You see, um, you can see to the sea, you can see all the way to the ocean oh, um, nice. over the sort of sand dunes. It's yes. really very beautiful. Oh, um, that sounds great. She has 
extra time, she should do the tiger moth plane where you can uh-huh. take someone, someone will take you in a small plane and they'll fly you up the coast. It's called the skeleton coast mm-hmm. to the border of Angola. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the most remote places on earth. Mm-hmm. And it's really quite extraordinary. Wow. Oh my God. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, let's all go. We'll do a podcast from there. <laughs> from there. <laughs> Um, so, um, yeah, so one of the things I love seeing, uh, when families share posts on IG is how our Instagram <laughs> is how they share their passion with their kids, uh, be it whatever it be. I was brought up with a lot of music, art and theater. And so I have a deep appreciation for it. Um, I didn't inherit any of the talent for painting or, <laughs> or piano, but, um, but I do have the passion that I feel connects me with my family and this is our connection. So I see you as well, posting a lot on Instagram on art and, um, but what other, what other passions are there that you want to pass on to your kids that you feel you Ooh. have a connection? You mean other than art? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, I have a passion for sports. I absolutely ah. love, mm-hmm. um, I'm very sporty mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. Um, yeah. and I think it's really important. Actually, tennis is something mm-hmm. that played a huge role in my life mm-hmm. as was squash. I was a competitive squash oh, player. Wow. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I was number 12 in America. Oh, I oh played my God. competitively in university. <laughs> so yeah, so I have talents. But, um, <laughs> so racket sports are important to me. And yeah. I think um, for my girls, they both play tennis. Great. Sometimes they love it. Sometimes it's they don't. Balance. But they know it's the family rule. You must play tennis. Very <laughs> we good. We do not negotiate here. Non-negotiable. Um, but I think for, for young, when you're raising girls, yes. sports are incredibly important beyond yeah. just the sort of physical mm-hmm. and emotional benefits of sports. Um, yeah. It teaches you competition. It teaches mm-hmm. you confidence and self. Mm-hmm. Um, also tennis is interesting because you're playing, it's not really a team sport, you know, so you're, you're part of a team, but you're yeah. playing really, you have to dig deep with inside yourself to, mm-hmm. to win the points yeah, and to battle character. back. So mm-hmm. I think um, if I had to choose something other than art, which is not easy, yeah. <laughs> it would definitely be sports. Yeah. And Tilly actually got her first medal at a camp here in Brussels, wow. um, mm-hmm. the Wimbledon. Uh-huh. Another tip. Um, uh-huh. She did a stage there last week uh-huh. and she got second place for the whole week. So it was, it was oh, lovely. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. Yeah. And also traveling. Huh, I'm going to link them all together now. Yeah. Traveling and living in different places across yes. the world. Yes. If you have a sport, I think any sport, but especially yeah. tennis or golf tennis or something. anywhere. You can make friends anywhere. So exactly. I arrived in Kenya and I met my first, first group of friends through mm-hmm. playing tennis. So yeah, it serves you well. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. (laughs) Okay. And my last question, uh, what type of tips are you looking to find um, on the Good Tip app and which type of experts would you be interested in listening to? Oh, goodness. Okay. (laughs) I would love some tips on tech Ah, and technology. Uh Um, I think... I find technology is very obviously helpful. It's a huge part of all of our lives, Mm -hmm. especially since COVID. Um, You know, my, my work role... I don't know if it would have existed in in its current sort of strength without COVID because this ability to zoom and work remotely Mm -hmm. is huge. But I think as a parent, technology is something that definitely keeps me up at night. It stresses me out. Um, And I would love to have somebody on your app that can give advice as to sort of how to parent um, Mm -hmm. with this technology. Um, And, you know, I have my older daughter who wants to use Snapchat um, and they don't make it easy on parents. I have to say they really don't because you look at Snapchat and they say it's not social media. So yeah. we have a no social media rule. So I thought, okay, it's like WhatsApp. She can use it. And yeah. then I went on to it and I was like, hang on. This well, I, is haven't, I haven't even seen it. Yet. Definitely not like <laughs> WhatsApp. And there's sort of, it encourages you to take children to do sort of rankings of different people. And there's oh, all these templates. It's very okay. scary. Oh, so yes, yeah, so I would love someone to give some advice on that. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and then food. And food. Okay. <laughs> I love food. Everyone food loves tech. food. Okay. <laughs> food and tech. <laughs> um, nice combo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Okay, well, thank you so much. This was thank so you. nice. Hope to see you on the Good Tip app. Thank you for having me. I am looking forward to the launch. Yeah, see you there. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Got some great tips and advices. Remember, The Good Talks is sponsored by thegoodtip.com website and app. Your hub for saving and sharing all those good tips you find along the way. Till next time.